Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 16th of November. India recorded 8,865 COVID-19 cases and 197 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 3 crore 44 lakh while the death toll crossed 4 lakh 63000 as per the health ministry today's infection tally is the lowest in nearly 9 months so far india has administered over 112 crore covid-19 vaccinations of which over 59 lakh doses were given yesterday ANI reported that today in West Bengal schools reopened for class 9 and above after a gap of nearly 2 years on account of the COVID-19 pandemic. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 25 crore people, claiming the lives of over 51 lakh. As per a report in CNBC yesterday, China is fighting the spread of its biggest COVID-19 outbreak caused by the Delta variant. The Chinese authorities have reportedly mentioned that 32 new domestically transmitted infections were recorded on Sunday, with the most being found in the Dalian city. Reuters today quoted the pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca, which mentioned that the Oxford vaccine had supplied 2 billion COVID-19 doses worldwide in just a year since it got its first approval. The United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention has issued a level 1 COVID-19 notice for Americans traveling to India, thereby stating that the risk of contracting the infection and developing severe symptoms are lower for fully vaccinated travelers. News portal The Kashmirwala today reported that the family of a civilian killed during a gunfight in Srinagar yesterday has refuted the claims of the Jammu and Kashmir police that he was associated with militants. The civilian, identified as Muhammad Altaf Bhatt, ran a hardware store near the site of the gunfight in Hyderabad, Srinagar. His niece, journalist Saima Bhatt, has alleged that Muhammad was murdered by the police. Saima told the Kashmirwala, and I quote, "He was used as a human shield in a staged encounter. He runs a hardware shop and owns the complex where the forces had come for checking. There was no gunfight in the complex. He was taken three times as a human shield for checking, and when they couldn't find anything, he was killed there." End quote. Sime also stated that the police haven't handed over Altaf's body to the family. The family had staged a protest at midnight yesterday at Barzola Bridge in Srinagar, but to no effect. Yesterday, the police and the security forces had launched an anti-militancy operation in Hyderabad, in which two suspected militants were killed. The Kashmir Zone Police, in a tweet, claimed that the militants had been hiding in a building that belonged to Bhatt. The police said, and I quote. The house owner who was injured in the terrorist fire succumbed to his injuries. Terrorists have been hiding on the top floor of his building. As per source and digital evidence, he has been working as a terror associate. The People's Democratic Party or PDP said that the allegations leveled by Bhat's family are serious and thereby warranted a speedy investigation. As per a report in the Indian Express, several BJP leaders were arrested yesterday in connection with the violence that erupted in Amravati, Maharashtra, during a shutdown observed by the party on Saturday. According to ANI, the arrested members include former Maharashtra minister Anil Bonde, Amravati mayor Chetan Gavande, the district BJP chief Nivedita Chaudhary, and Amravati municipal corporation leader of house Tushar Bhartia. Officials are also searching for Praveen Pote, BJP MLC from Amravati, who is reportedly missing. 
Hindustan Times reported that a total of 14 people were arrested yesterday in connection with the Amravati violence. They were booked for inciting violence and the organization of an illegal gathering. However, a court reportedly granted them bail in the evening. The BJP had observed the shutdown in response to a protest staged by a Muslim organization on Friday against the recent violence in Tripura. The protesters had allegedly thrown stones at BJP leader Praveen Pothe's home. The violence in Tripura pertains to incidents of communal attacks in which mosques, houses and shops owned by the state's Muslim minority were reportedly vandalized by activists of Vishwa Hindu Parishad. During the band, shops owned by Muslims were targeted. As per a report in the wire, dargahs and a temple were attacked in Amravati on Saturday. An unidentified police officer told the Indian Express and I quote It appears that the violence in Amravati had been planned a day in advance in retaliation for the violence on Friday by some members of the minority community. End quote. BJP leader Devendra Fadnavis, while speaking to Indian Express, described the arrests as appeasement politics. Reporters Without Borders or RSF, a media watchdog organization, stated yesterday that it was appalled by the murder of freelance journalist and right to information activist Budhinath Jha last week. They further urged authorities to identify the culprits and thereby bring them to justice. On November 12th, the charred body of the journalist who also went by Vinash Jha was found beside a highway in Bihar's Madhubani district. According to a report by the Hindu, the activist had gone missing on 9th November and his brother Chandrasekhar Jha had filed a missing persons complaint with the police on 11th November. RSF noted that Jha in an investigative report had revealed the names of fake clinics in Madhubani, Bihar. The report had led to the closure of some of the unauthorized clinics. In a report that RSF published on the incident, Daniel Bastard, the head of the Asia Pacific desk, said, and I quote, We call on Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar to order an independent investigation that sheds all possible light on this appalling murder and identifies the instigators. Impunity for crimes of violence against journalists in India must end. end quote. Meanwhile, as per a report in the Hindu, the Bihar police have arrested six people in connection with Jha's death. They are Roshan Kumar Sa, Bittu Kumar Pandit, Deepak Kumar Pandit, Manish Kumar, Pavan Kumar, and Purnakala Devi. Senior police official Arun Kumar Singh told the Hindu and I quote We are also investigating the case on the charge of alleged involvement of the clinic and nursing home owners who are named in the FIR lodged by Chandrasekhar Jha end quote Reporters without borders further stated that this was the fourth instance in the past 6 months of a journalist being killed for their work in India referring to the deaths of journalist Raman Kashyap Chenna Kesavulu and Sulabh Shrivastava India is ranked 142nd among 180 countries in the organization's 2021 World Press Freedom Index. Listeners, as you can tell, despite the obstacles that plague the profession, journalists continue to brave on and bring you the stories that matter. As News Laundry is a 100% ad-free independent news organization, we face our fair share of intimidation tactics. However, we do not let them deter or define us. We are defined by our in-depth ground reports, podcasts, interviews and our core role as a media watchdog. For instance, today Deeksha Munjal wrote a report on what she witnessed at the clash in JNU yesterday, where the ABVP and left organizations accused each other of violence. Her report is titled Behind JNU Brawl: Disputed Venue, Protocol Violation and Shrinking Space. 
While you're there, you can also check out Samrat's latest opinion piece on the militant ambush in Manipur that occurred on Saturday. The report is titled Manipur Ambush Along Borders, a Complex Weave of Militant and Ethnic Rivalries, History of Myanmar Links. Listeners, you can head over to newslaundry.com and see the kind of reportage that we do. If you share our vision and passion for making sure the stories that matter never go unheard, then please do consider subscribing to us. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Do your bit to keep news free. Yesterday, the Ahmedabad Municipal Corporation in Gujarat decided to remove stalls selling non-vegetarian food items from the main roads. Gujarat Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel claimed that the state government was not bothered about what people ate and called the drive a move against road encroachments. Speaking to ANI, committee chairperson Devang Dhani said, and I quote, Stall selling non-vegetarian items will not be allowed along public roads and in the 100-meter radius of schools, colleges and religious places. Town Planning Committee of Ahmedabad Municipal Corporation has decided. End quote. According to Indian Express, Dani said that the decision was taken because morning walkers and those visiting religious spaces complained about a bad smell. He added that there were also parents who believed that the stalls were, and I quote, leaving a negative impact on the minds of young children, end quote. The decision came two days after the Civic Bodies Revenue Committee chairperson, Janik Vakil, wrote to the Municipal Commissioner and the Standing Committee seeking a ban on the sale of non-vegetarian food items on the streets. The instruction applies to street vendors and restaurants selling chicken, fish and eggs. Myanmar State Election Commission today announced its decision to prosecute the country's ousted leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, and 15 other senior political figures for alleged fraud in last November's general election. The announcement was published today in the state-run Global New Light of Myanmar newspaper. The military, in its seizure of power on 1st February, had cited allegations of widespread electoral fraud as the main reason for toppling Suu Kyi's government. However, independent observers, such as the Asian Network for Free Elections, found no evidence of concrete irregularities in the polls, though they criticised some aspects of it. The action by the Union Election Commission could potentially result in Suki's party being dissolved, which means she would not be able to participate in a new election that the military has promised will take place within two years of its takeover. Suki is already on trial in nearly a dozen criminal cases and therefore, any conviction would bar her from running for office again. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.